From downtown LA, it's the Lil Jolly Gamer Show, Boom Shakalaka! Hey, welcome to Lil Jolly Gamer Show Podcast, episode 122. You've made it. You've made it. You've made it here. I'm Brandon. I'm Jacob. And I'm Steve. We're doing a little virtual recording uh, because Brandon had a uh-huh. night last night. <laughs> Brandon uh, went out and partied Brandon, all night. Brandon drank too much. He's hungover. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I probably didn't drink enough uh, of, of water, <laughs> probably. I don't know. Um, I need to be drinking more water. But hey, you know what? You know what it's time for? It's time to, to generate some oh. some positivity and talk about video games. Woo-hoo! Yeah, woo! I love talking about video games. It's my favorite thing to do. <laughs> do the I, uh, do the. I like talking about video games. I love <laughs> video games. I like video games that are great. Zavala. I got to work on that. Zavala. We're gonna Zavala. be talking about Deathloop. We're like talking about, about Metroid Dread. Anyway, uh, so on this show, what we usually do is talk about video game news and video games we've been playing. And For sure. Um, uh, we actually open up with an intro question these days. And Jacob was say. gracious enough to bring us one of those questions. Jacob, hit us with your intro question this week. Yeah, man. Um, so listening to some other podcasts, I was listening to uh, August Goid Source and Brad Shoemaker on the Next Letter podcast was talking about uh, an interview with Corey Barlog, the uh, video game designer for... Uh, um, God of War. Uh, God of War 2018, yeah. and he also did God of War 2. 2. Okay, yeah. Thank you for the fact check. Um, and in the interview, uh, he was talking about, you know, Ragnarok, which is coming up, uh, is going to be the last one of the series. Like, that's it. There's a period. No, like, oh, okay, maybe we're hitting at it. No. And Wait. He agrees. What? He said last one of God of War altogether, or of, 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 of the Nordic? Of, of the Norse, of the of Nord- Norse you know, story. Right, correct. That's the end of that. You know, well, I, I mean, hope I hope they keep... Um, oh my god, I forgot his name. Atreus? Uh-huh. <laughs> Why did pass, I forget his name? Pass the torch, maybe? Uh, I hope they keep him. No. <laughs> no. Let the man finish his question. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. So I, no. could, I could not remember his name because I, I was mixing him up with uh, the Everlasting Story, the Treyu. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was getting this mixed up. I was like, wait, that's that's wait, Everlasting no. Story. Do you mean Never-Ending Story? <laughs> that thing. That that's thing. the Willy Wonka and the Hi, I'm story Steve. Crossover. My brain is mush. I had a rough week. So anyways, Corey said that's the end. It it took five years to produce and fix and finish God of War 2018. And so he doesn't want this this series to be this 15-year game uh, that goes forever. And so Brad made the the, the mention, like, we're kind of in that renaissance of, well, I wouldn't say renaissance. We're in that period of the the never-ending game, right? And now I'm not, not talking about, like, games as a service, but just, like, all the remasters coming back like games games that have been around for a while just not letting them die so my question is hollywood seems to have that the trilogy formula the trilogy with star wars the the lord of the rings trilogy. back to the future <laughs> back to the future trilogy it seems to be the trinity uh of movies and and games seem to tend to follow that pattern uh but sometimes i feel like the third in the series is kind of flop or sometimes it's the kind of the the, the gold nugget um, so, like, where do you guys think, like, where should the period be put? And I know, Brandon, you really like games. You always make the mention that's why you like single-player games, because you like that conclusion. You like that period at the end of a series. Um, yeah. What do you guys think is the magic number? If, is, is, and, it, and is there one at all? 
Uh, I'd like to go first. I'm gonna go first. Okay, so I, I did have a little uh, a little fact check for you. Um, so one thing I was gonna say was, uh, really good games these days they take longer to make, right? Sure. The more the higher quality game like God of War, that game took what five years to make, and that probably was not even enough time for them. Um, and I'm looking at like the list of God of War games in which they were released, right? God of War one, two thousand five. God of War t- uh, two, two thousand seven. And then there was a PSP game, um, like multiple PSP games in, in 2007, 8, 9. And then in 2010, that's when God of War 3 came out. Um, and then even more um, PSP games with um, uh, in, in 2000, uh, 2010. And um, God of War Ascension came out in 2013. So, I mean, it was like, you know, two or three year periods, right? And uh, I mean, we're gonna go from 2018 to 2022, and that's with using existing assets from an already incredible game. So, um, to answer your question, I think it really depends on what kind of game it is, and if the if the you know series relates to it, to itself, right? So let's talk about Final Fantasy for a second. Final Fantasy is coming up on its 16th game, but none of those games technically are sequels to each other. They kind of exist in the same universe. Uh, the only only um, one that doesn't is 10, 10, 2, and then 13, mm-hmm. all of its crappy games. <laughs> uh, and, and 7 and Dirge of Cerberus. 7 and Dirge of Cerberus. Yeah, that was more spinoff than, than mainline. Yeah, true, true, um, true. But, um, you know, and the good thing. These- the good thing about the Final Fantasies, Brandon, uh, is that also they kind of changed a little bit too over the years. Like, I think every single instance of Final Fantasy changes some way. Well, yeah, it's always improving on its own yeah. formula. And uh, sometimes it goes back to old things. Sometimes it tries new things. Sometimes it fails. Most of the time <clears> it succeeds. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of these forever games, like, let's talk about Destiny 2 or GTA Online or sure. Uh, sure. MMOs. MMOs, for example. These forever games, for me, uh, it, it doesn't really do it for me. I, 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 like Jacob said, uh, I, sometimes you know, it's like reading a book. You know, you want the, if the book never ends, then, you know, it, you can't have a complete finished experience that way. And sometimes mm-hmm. I like to finish a game and put it on the shelf and say, you know what? I really enjoyed that game. And here's why, you because know, it's a finished experience. But like something like, you know, let's use World of Warcraft, for example. It goes. It's gonna go on forever, and you'll never get any kind of finality to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, trilogies in particular, it seems like trilogies were really the thing back in like the PS2 era. You know, yeah. Jack One, Jack Two, Jack Three, Ratchet and Clank One through Three, God of War One through Three. Even though that one kind of went to PS3 from PS2. Yeah. Um, the trilogy seems to have stopped, kind of, um, yeah. at least as far as games are concerned. But honestly, I don't mind a trilogy. Because, um, you know, with, with, let's use Jack and Daxter, for example. I feel like that progressively just got better. Uh, some people prefer Jack 2 to Jack 3. Not me. I think I think it's fine. And then Ratchet and Clank just progressively got better. But some people think the second one's better than the third one. So it kind of proves your point that sometimes, you know, the third one's one too many. Because they're, I don't want to say suffering from success, but they're not forced to get creative. Because they just kind of follow the same formula, you know? Right. Um, so... And we're going to talk about that a little bit later with a game I've been playing <laughs> uh, with, um, you know, keeping things traditional, but keeping it fresh at the same time. Uh, but I guess my answer would be uh, if done right, I don't mind uh, uh, an everlasting video game experience, like dropping it and coming back to it. Like I've been doing Red Dead Online. I've just been kind of dropping it and yeah, I come back and example. play. Sure. Yeah, the quick draw pass, I'll come fill it out and then leave and then come back whenever it's got something new. Same thing with GTA. I don't mind that. 
Uh, but I cannot be this person who plays Destiny 2 every single day. I think. Oh I would, yeah. I think I would yeah. jump off of a, a skyscraper. Without a doubt. <laughs> it, it's it's really it's really just a, a, a I don't I don't think there's a there's an answer to it and I, I wouldn't expect you guys to give me an answer because the, if you want like a, a hard black and white like is, is two enough is three enough is four and so because that's that's that was my my question and not so much just the forever games but like for Dead Space is the one that comes to my mind I didn't play two but I've heard how phenomenal and how scary two was even beyond one and one really set the tone for a lot of those kind of games and then three came out and it kind of in a lot of people's opinion had was the worst the franchise but i think they did some really cool stuff with the co-op um so but like if there would have been a fourth after that i I think that they probably ea probably would have really i don't know i feel like it would have maybe been just like okay this is too many (laughs) that, that was my question was like where is where is it what do you think steve where is it too too many it, it it really just kind of depends on the context, man. I mean, it's it's just it's a matter of how interesting is a story and how well can you sell me on a continuation of that story. Um, I'm gonna use I'm gonna use some non gaming examples. Um, for example, I'm, I'm I'm gonna talk about The Walking Dead. I'm gonna talk about Game of Thrones. Um, the Walking Dead's problem, in my opinion, I'll try to keep this spoiler free for anybody who's watching, but I apologize if I do do some spoilers uh, on both of these shows. Um, Walking Dead kept going. And after after a certain point, you kind of get fatigued with the story. And with Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones had the opposite problem. It needed to keep going. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of have to find out how does the audience feel about the story? So talking about this in like gaming perspective, like I really like the approach that Final Fantasy XIV's director uh, takes. He flat out came and said like, you know, we're finished with the story revolving these particular characters. Any subsequent expansions after Endwalkers will have new antagonists, like brand new antagonists. Like, and look at WoW, for example. Um, WoW finds itself in a cycle where it's just reusing the same mm-hmm. enemies sure. over and over and over again. Okay, it's yeah, like retextured. Uh, pretty much. What are those things called the the uh, not the gnolls the uh, those boar things quill boars. Oh, quill boars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many so, times uh, you fought them in that game? Plenty. Too many times. Too many times. But um. So, like, for example, you know, putting it in the grand scheme of things, like, you have WoW Classic, just kind of introducing you to the WoW world. Uh, second expansion, Burning Crusade, you're fighting the Burning Legion. Third expansion, Wrath of Lich King, you're fighting the Undead Scourge. Um, you know, fourth expansion, Cataclysm, it's kind of like old godsy. Uh, you're fighting, like, old gods and the and the people that worship the old gods, things like that. Michael. Um, yeah. Uh, Mists of Pandaria, more old gods. Um, Warlords of Draenor was kind of new, but it turned out that the Burning Legion was behind it all anyway. And then Legion comes out, and you're fighting the Burning Legion. And Again. then Battle for Azeroth comes, and they're like, hey, it's a faction war. Just kidding. It's old gods. Um, and then so what you're saying is basically the length of it has. It's just like they make up crap just to exactly. make up. Exactly. It's, it's Walking to... Dead. It's pretty, yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Like at some point, 
you know, you have to kind of wonder, okay, when do we come to a stopping point? Um, Now, I'm not saying that so much for WoW because it's an MMO. It's got to keep going. But the thing is, is that when you take on an MMO experience, you've got to give, you got to be able to dedicate time to do something new. And when I say something new, that doesn't mean to go and change things because, man, with with Shadowlands came out, they changed so many different parts of the story. Like that two-hour session world of warcraft lore episode that we had that like a lot of that's outdated now ever since shadowlands and so like what happens is is that it just it gets the storytelling gets stale you have to be able to come out with something that's fresh you have to be able to come out with something that's compelling uh i think god of war did good with the trilogy where god of war one two and three you know the story of Kratos growing and then, uh, you know, becoming the God of War and then turning his back on the gods of Olympus or the, I'm sorry, the gods of Olympus turning their backs on him and then him getting his revenge. Uh, trilogies are very well. I think that if the game's going to keep going, um, it needs to switch things up a bit. Like, like I really like what God of War did. It's like the first trilogy, Greek gods, the next two games, Nordic gods next games who knows but it's going to be different enough to where it's it's fresh it's not stale and it's the same characters in new situations whereas you have your walking deadisms where it's like the same characters in the same situation different people you know and it's like oh we found the living that are worse than the dead you know and it's like <laughs> but I mean, the humans of- are the real monsters that exactly. was season two and, and, dog uh, <laughs> where are we on season like 12 exactly. And, and I know I know that that's pretty much all you could do with The Walking Dead, but I mean, like, that's one of those, that's one of the examples of, like, okay, we've had enough. You know, yeah. the comic books do an amazing job in telling a fresh story. Um, you know, I don't want to knock the comic books, but comic books don't give you as much fatigue as, say, TV shows. And, and the problem, you know, and the problem with, and the, and the converse of that, the problem with Game of Thrones, is that if you wrap it up too soon you wind up speeding things up at the end. Like season eight probably should have been one to two seasons long by itself because there was so much going on, so many moving parts that just kind of crammed everything into that last season. And so when it comes to games, you have to be able to tell like, how does my audience feel about the story? What's captivating about the story? You want to stick the landing. You don't want to run into it and you don't want to miss it. You know, you don't want to get people tired of it, but you got you got to be able to stick the land. You got to be able to find yeah, when is that's it why, best uh, to close out the story, and when is it best to keep going. That's why Nintendo doesn't really, you know, they they talked about an F Zero game being released not too long ago. They're like, oh yeah, we just don't know what to do with it yet. That's why we haven't made one. We don't, like we want, we, we don't want to release just the same old game. We want to do something that fresh and exactly. But, uh, Jacob, yeah. what would you think? Yeah. Uh, I, just mirroring what you guys, I, you know, I, I thought too much about the question. I didn't really think about the answer. Um, <laughs> no, I, I think y'all are right. And it's, it's like I said, I, that's, it, I don't think that there is an answer that we have. I think it's mainly just our, our opinion. I think it's a, it's a gray answered uh, question. Um, it's not a black and white because it just, like you said, it really depends on the audience. And there's a lot of factors that go into it, right? You know, it might've been that the developers, and I, I, how, does two end on a que- on a question mark with uh, Dead Space Two being? Um, I think so, sort of. Okay, okay. Uh, so I the- think if I remember correctly, I think it ended off with him like in his apartment, but he's still seeing the 
ghosts or something. Yeah, the shadow things. Okay, so you know, and it really depends on the writers. Are is is it is it kind of a, a Stranger Things where the uh, the what's the brother's name? The uh, Stafford brothers have said uh, Duffer brothers. Duff, I think. D- Doofer, yeah, Doofer brothers, Doofer, whatever it's called. Anyways, yeah, anyways, those guys. Um, they 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 started that series with hey we're gonna have four episodes or four seasons this is what we've had we're starting with this and we're gonna end with this so you know it really depends on if the, the developer has that planned are they gonna string those along and then i guess it really depends on if the publisher and you know if they get they, blinded by greed and microtransactions right, exactly see, just like i just read sales. that the marvel avengers game has uh paid xp boosts now yes right they see the they, bottom line but, they see but the, the difference numbers. between that situation Sorry, Jacob. I didn't mean to cut you off. I said they're they're trying to recoup their investment. I mean, you know, they they yeah. they they put this game out and then they operated at a loss because nobody wanted it. Right. So I understand where they're coming from. Yeah. So I it, I think there's a thousand different things that are going on with that. I think it really just depends on the story and. Do you want like who wants to talk about post Ragnarok? If this is Thor, if this is uh, not Thor, sorry, if this is uh, God of War Ragnarok, but then who we don't. Oh yeah, well Ragnarok's the end of all things. That's in it. North that's mythology it. Anyway, uh, right. But I mean, uh, but, the, but, but the plan was for Kratos three. to go to every mythology anyway. We ended so. three, and then remember we had the rumors. We even talked about this ourselves with like. I don't know what they're going to be doing. Like the, that, the end of three was it. That was it. Like there's nothing to do there. And then look what they did. So it depends. I think. I I think. And I'll end with this. It really heavily depends on the writing staff. Yes, one hundred percent agree. Um, if they are willing to give you enough of a good story, like gameplay is gameplay, and if if the gameplay, you know. It, you can you can have a, a a mediocre gameplay and string people along for series and series and series if the game if the writing is really good and if the gameplay exactly. is great and the writing is great well then then yeah you know you have a, a, a recipe for a masterpiece but I, I that I think that would be my answer is it really hinges on the writers, um, so but I mean you know look at heck this is going way back look at look at look at Mario Brothers Mario Brothers Super or not the Super Mario Brothers yeah Super Mario Brothers came out. And then they did that, what was two, which was technically a different game with a Mario code on it. And then I don't, you know, of course, I don't know the sales and I don't know how that market looked way back then. I was, I was, <laughs> I was a preteen, but then they bounced back and they did three, which is one of everybody's favorite in that series. So, you know. Yeah, three is drastically. I mean, honestly, the the real version of two, which is which we know as the Lost Levels, Doki Doki, yeah. was basically just the same game, uh, but it had Luigi in it, and it was harder. Right, and uh, it looked exactly the same, like assets and everything. But three was the first one where it was like a built from the ground up Mario experience. So, yeah, I think it just I I I, I, don't, I can't dig any deeper. I think it's just the writers depends on yeah. what the story is going with that. Uh, that was a pretty good much. question. That was yeah. a good question. It was a good question. Um, I love those questions that really get you gears. Moving yeah, like gets, gets the gets the uh, the the brain slush moving a little bit. Yeah, slogging around um, in there, shake it up. So, everlasting did you guys, story. <laughs> did you guys want to talk about the games you've been playing, or do you want to talk about the news first? I have no, 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 no. News, I have no news, games, no news. new games. Get the news so. out the way. Okay, news. Well, Biggest, all right. Firstly, let's yeah. get the small news out of the way. Yeah. All that GTA trilogy remaster stuff has finally Confined. been officially confirmed. Confined. I mean, it's almost like an OJ Simpson situation. We knew the answer. It's just <laughs> we had to wait for someone to say it. Well, in this situation, it was 
uh, not the opposite of the truth, but anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's coming out and it's going to have, um, apparently the thing that's interesting about it is that they're going to be deleting or not making the old, um, games like, like, let's say you bought Vice City on PS4 or Steam or whatever. They're getting rid of those original releases and they're yeah, replacing them all with these new ones that are supposed to be, you know, they're going to be graphically better and they're going to have some modern gaming enhancements. They said that that's interesting. You know, it's the rockstar, very vague way of talking talking about how they're going to do things and then uh, also they they said alongside that that they've got some some gta online stuff planned before the end of the year um Mm. halloween stuff gta 3 anniversary stuff and apparently Mm. a a new um dlc that's gonna um involve a a quote familiar faces and friends of the series i don't know what that means but who cares Mm. it's gta online we'll be reporting back on it at some point so um (laughs) For, speaking of forever games, yeah, yeah speaking yeah. of forever games, <laughs> but let's talk about the big, 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 big news. Big is, news. Uh, we got that Smash reveal. We talked about it on the last, last episode. Podcast. Yeah, we talked about a rumor. It was absolutely um, another rumor confirmed. Yeah, rumor confirmed. Our new fighter is Sora from the Kingdom Hearts series. Mm-hmm. Um, let me tell you, uh, we talked about it last week, and I pretty much nailed it as far as how they were going to present it. Uh, I basically said that you know. I would be, I would, I, I wouldn't even think they would show the, the Mickey keychain on the keyblade. Yeah. Uh, that's how stingy that they are. And clearly that's the truth because that's the only D- Disney imagery yeah. we got. Literally the reveal. only Disney. Uh, there is no Disney characters in sight. No, no Donald. Literally no, just no Sora and the keyblade. Um, From and You see a lot of the Kingdom Hearts original music, Disney, uh, 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 Kingdom Hearts original stage. Kingdom Hearts original characters in the background, like Riku and Ventus and Aqua and, and Terra and Kyrie and all these characters, but there's no Goofy. They've actually literally digitally scrubbed their faces and replaced them with imagery from the game. Pretty uh, much, so, yeah. I saw some of that stuff with the, with the stained glass window and everything. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, I think some people are giving Nintendo too hard of a time, like <laughs> because they're like, oh, you couldn't think anything. Like, what are they supposed to do? Like, yeah, I mean, right. Sora, Sora, in and Kingdom Hearts in general. When it comes to when Square Enix was making those games, literally, the reason Kingdom Hearts three took so dang long to make is because Disney got so stingy with it. They're so Dude, stingy yeah. that Kirby doesn't even have a Keyblade whenever he has Sora's copy ability. And I don't know if you noticed, but in that trailer, when Mario picks up the Keyblade and throws it, he's never physically got the Keyblade in his hands. He's yep. holding kind of like a pillar of fire. That's how stingy they are. They don't even want people holding something that has a Mickey Mouse emblem on it. Oh, and yeah. uh, I mean that that. That dates back to like um, development history with the Kingdom Hearts games. I mean, it took them so long. I mean, that's that's kind of the big reason why Kingdom Hearts Three was kind of crummy, and uh, I might talk about that a little bit later. Um, yeah, and they also had like a massive uh, switch up in the Disney board of directors since uh, since since the first few. Yeah, and, I mean, I'm not saying Disney out. was never big. They just were way less big back in 2000. What? They weren't so greedy back 19 then. years ago. Kingdom yeah. Hearts 1 came out yeah. 19 years exactly. ago. Exactly. I mean, look at look at what Disney's at now. I mean, Disney owns Marvel. They own Star Wars. They're, they own uh, the Fox networks now. It's yeah, like, back then they were know. a little looser, but now it's yeah, they're pretty stingy. But oh, yeah. as far as Sora as a character, how y'all feel about it? You, you, you excited? You, you upset? Oh, I love it, dude. Yeah, I... I, like oh, yeah. I said, like I said in the podcast last when we were talking, like 
um there's there was my there was my this is really what i this is what jacob wants there's my i don't want to see these people and then there and then you mentioned so i was like well yeah that makes perfect sense like that's probably what's going to happen yeah, I, sure i think it's perfect i think it's right. the perfect character to end with because he uh, super smash brothers is uh a celebration of video games, right? That's why yeah. we have all these characters. We got yeah. Banjo Kazooie next to Simon Belmont, next to Sephiroth from Final Fantasy VII, next to uh, uh, Kazuya from Tekken. It, 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 it's something that you would show me ten years ago, and I would be like, "Hey, this is a good Photoshop job. How'd you do this?" Right. But um, <laughs> no, like Sora is a celebration of video games connecting to the Disney world, right? Sora as a character was made to be kind of this avatar for you to insert yourself to exactly. kind of help boost up all the Disney characters around him. But mm -hmm. that game was just so good and so successful uh, that people really liked him as an original creation and all the characters yeah. from Kingdom Hearts. He was kind of like the bridge that connects uh, Disney and Square because he was designed absolutely uh, with a very heavy Square influence. Absolutely, yeah. dude. I mean, and his his design in particular, his Kingdom Hearts One design, having the Mickey Mouse looking shoes. I mean, he was supposed to be this guy, like, like, hey, you got your chocolate, my peanut butter. You got your peanut butter, my chocolate type type designs, and it worked so perfectly. I think um, the aesthetic exactly. works in this in in Smash too. I think it's easy to switch oh, over dude. to not have to worry about not having to like I mentioned before, not having to smashify doom guy like like you know yeah, what i'm saying poor doom guy got deconfirmed didn't he <laughs> yeah yeah they're like oh yeah doom guy's gonna be a me fighter which dude honestly that that's, that's cool that's I like fine it. dude i think that's the way it needs yeah. to be i th i th agree 100%. if they can't get the actual character they need to you know i'm totally down with that i think the they could thing, have i think they just yeah. decided like nah we want something better yeah yep. Yep. and i think and, and 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 the only disappointment about that to me is that they're not bringing in any music which with the whole uh, custody battle between Mick Gordon and Bethesda, you know that's kind of understandable. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. I was low key hoping that they'd we'd see some of that, some of that Mick Gordon eight string guitar stuff in Smash Bros. Dude, that'd be so awesome. But yeah, it'd be awesome. Uh, uh, because that that custody battle is ugly. Yeah, it is. Uh, but Sora as a character looks really good. He oh, is yeah, a dude. super super light floaty really good recovery character with some unique uh gimmicks with his magic and stuff he's not he's not as gimmicky as most of the dlc characters which i can appreciate yeah. um and they said they designed him to be kind of this character that anyone can pick up and play and, and enjoy so like it's not as hard as I playing someone sure. like Sephiroth. like sephiroth right because he he's kind <laughs> of unique he's got super you know he's a glass cannon but he's all about reach and it's it's really interesting playing as him uh, or or um, playing as uh, you know, Terry Bogard, being able to use those fighting game inputs and stuff like that. It's not everybody's cup of tea, but uh -uh. they're making this kind of like you know they 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 want everybody to be able to enjoy it, which is perfect. Uh, I I appreciate Jacob appreciates that. The, the level the <laughs> level looks really great. I called that one Hollow Bastion. Um, the music that they all picked looked mm -hmm. it, it's all man it's perfect. And that trailer, dude, that trailer they they showed like uh, the smash symbol fade away and the little little piece of flame fell down and you know they all turn into to, you know statues and mario wakes up and he goes to get it for a second for a split second mm -hmm. i thought it was going to be a, de a a dark souls character oh that's right. the bonfire yeah. a lot and of people said I, that i i, I like too. dude whenever whenever it happened like ever since like the trailer started right i'm sitting in some random person's driveway watching <laughs> on my phone and like my dude my chest like i could hear i could feel my heart like 
like it's about to bump out of my chest because i'm like this is it this is the last one who's it gonna be and i was like please don't be this dark souls guy please don't be the dark souls guy and then um he throws it and it shows the keyblade i was like and you know it the perfect it plays the simple and clean orchestrated version and sora mm-hmm. pops out of that keyhole and he's flying around he's giggling and stuff everyone's looking at him flying around and i'm just like so magical dude. I, i'm just i'm just like hello old friend hello old friend yeah and, uh especially after the disappointment that was kingdom hearts 3 uh to see him in this game i think this is really interesting i can't wait see to see him play in a him. good game uh <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah pretty much i mean like kingdom hearts 1 and 2 really good i'm gonna talk about kh3 in a minute but um uh no i think it looks perfect and then uh it's really interesting because this is the fourth square enix character we have uh in the game so that's yeah. that's that's really interesting that, that we ended up getting four Square Enix characters. I never yeah. would have thought that would happen. That is crazy. And it's funny because Square Enix was being kind of stingy with their characters too. But Cloud, uh, yeah, in the beginning. And it wasn't until it wasn't until Sephiroth came because if you remember, um, when they first released um, when they first released Smash Ultimate, they had two songs, and that was from Smash well, Wii. Well, Hero, Hero being the, one of the characters, he had a lot of representation. Oh uh, yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, but the problem right. is though, and I mean, and, and it's it just sucks when you know companies want to be greedy you know because uh, you know this this that's basically the only thing that yeah, makes the, the, the copyright you know because I, I know a lot of people were very upset because you know a lot of people got their hopes up for like master chief kratos you know like that was a general consensus online for people who weren't okay with it they were they were like oh man we should have got like master chief but it's like you know it's one thing to see banjo come and, and steve because Banjo was on a Nintendo platform at one point, and Steve is on every platform imaginable. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, you know, Microsoft is willing to work with Nintendo more so than others, but they're not willing to work with, they're not going to put their, their prize possession on it, a Nintendo platform. It is also an interesting note that uh, Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 were both playstation exclusive games back in the mm-hmm. day yeah exactly so and we talk about multi multi uh platform console games that could have been can you imagine the monstrosity that was the rumor that could have been jonesy from fortnite uh dude i would have uh, i would have uninstalled smash bros <laughs> and i'd have brought it back i'd, I'd have been god. swear <laughs> to god three years later go bring it back. swear <laughs> to god i would Take have brought this. that thing back and bounce, i said bounce burn a little, it bounce a little card think <laughs> I've been really and upset. That hashtag, thank you, Sakurai, would have been uh, something a little uh, less appropriate for this set. I think Sakurai knew better. <laughs> yeah, I think so. He knew. I would be okay I mean, he with knew the whole time. I mean, his, sure. Even his, yeah. his cheeky little reactions in the breakdown video was funny to see. <laughs> I giggled when he said, uh, you know, we have a pretty limited budget, and it comes out with freaking Disney. He's like, oh, well, there goes the budget. That, that's <laughs> pretty, where the budget Pretty much. Is. That one shot of Mickey Mouse on uh, the keychain. Yep, that's the budget. Uh, but no, I, I, we're gonna talk about it again later. I don't sure. know. I'm not gonna like break down the trailer for you or anything. But yeah, yeah. he comes out on the 18th. Um, so yep. all the the, the me costumes. Can't wait to play him as always. Uh, we're gonna have to schedule a, a Smash Fest because I'm really excited about that. Jeez. I couldn't be happier. I, I was talking talking to Steve on the side, and I was like, dude, it's like they made. I mean, with with the uh, exception of a few characters, it's like they they made this roster for for us. Yeah. You know, like we used to talk about these characters like. How cool like, would it be if Cloud was in Smash? Yeah, or like that—that was, that was like, blasphemy back oh, then. Oh, dude, yeah. And now it's like, 
now with this one a pop dream back a pipe dream back then they did they did everything they could i mean i know waluigi gets the the poop into the stick because he's an assist trophy but i mean honestly i'd rather have sora than waluigi yeah agreed um look look back in the our original casts and like the the from like the 40s to like 60s episodes I think it was either Steve or Steve was like, you know, talking about Banjo and Kazooie and, and the pipe dream that could have been like, yeah, we'll never see it. It's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's wild. Yeah, man. it's it's so absolutely crazy. wild. I mean, um, we've got we've got Cloud, Sephiroth, Banjo, the Belmonts, uh, the Belmonts, mm -hmm. Sora, all in the same game. Ridley's like, there. K. Ridley. Rool is there. K. These characters we've been wanting for such a long time are exactly. there. Piranha plants Joker there. from Persona Five. The gloom of your team. Yeah. <laughs> um, Terry Bogard, Kazuya, Ken and Ryu from Street Fighter. It, it, oh, it's no. it's insane. Well, people wanted Ice Climbers back. No, I, no I'm just being I'm being facetious. Uh, but no, that's pretty much all the news I had. Um, does anyone else okay. have anything else they want to talk about news? No, no, we got uh, games to discuss. Okay. Oh, Let's, I do, I do actually have something. Too late. This is very, very, very brief. Um, apparently. Uh, apparently, uh, Destiny is uh, deleting an expansion. Like they're cutting people off from doing it all together. Let me let me pull it up real quick. I saw this. I just I, I saw that it was Destiny, and I I, I clicked away from it. <laughs> I know, and, and I would well, would not have paid any mind to it because it is Destiny. But it's crazy to me that they're deleting it. Is like, that something like, that people had to pay for? As yes, an existing expansion. There, yeah, Destiny Two Forsaken is entering the DCV, removing it from the game. Forsaken was one of their better ones. They're removing it from the game. Does it say why? I have no idea. Oh, oh interesting. I guess we'll hear more uh, about that they, later. They, they didn't really, they didn't really come out and say it's still available to purchase. Like people can buy it right now. Like if, you, if I wanted to throw away twenty four ninety nine, I could, go, I could go buy it right now. Why they would do that? Whatever would possess uh -huh. Bungie to do that? Um, Bungie says vaulting the content will allow more room for future features, locations, and missions. That's a gamble because, man, if Forsaken's as popular as everybody says it is, you better put out some damn good content. Because if you're replacing everybody's favorite content, like imagine, Jacob, imagine if they replaced freaking Burning Crusade or Wrath of the Lich King with Warlords of Draenor. Imagine if when they, op when, when they released Warlords of Draenor, like outland went away forever do you know the absolute you know what show that would start oh, yeah absolutely oh dude and, well the good news is destiny and i don't care about it <laughs> yeah i don't care about it either don't get me wrong no dude, but that's a not, that's an interesting situation i'm just being silly. Weird. i know it's like don't 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 do not mistake me bringing it up for care because i'm laughing i think it's funny i think it's hilarious like okay bungie you want to shoot yourself in the foot oh. <laughs> go ahead but uh now let's uh, let, let's talk about some games because we, we got some stuff to talk about um i really don't have much to talk about i've been playing the same game you're just playing some valheim uh well look valheim. i, I want to i want to talk about uh, a really quick experience i had uh after seeing mm -hmm. the sora trailer i was like man you know what i'm really excited i got that new tv got the ps5 i'm gonna pop kingdom hearts 3 in and you know i'm gonna give it a second chance i'm gonna go back and do some post game stuff you know because that game just you know it, it was a real bummer for me and you know i, I love seeing sora and you know, seeing that familiar face and uh, i installed it popped it in i played it for 15 minutes and i immediately was like yeah i'm not playing this <laughs> and i uh, <laughs> I, uh I uninstalled it put it right back in the case and i was that like sucks it's sad because you know so, i can i can pick up and start playing kingdom hearts one or two exactly. and i can play it from start to finish and, and have a blast but that one is just not 
good for like to me in my opinion no. it's a it's a it's a game it's functional it doesn't have any uh, you know crazy glitches or anything it, it's it's a it's a it's a functional video game but to me there's no final fantasy characters exactly in it. there's like, no the... it's, it's disney overload the gameplay is way too easy and it's just kind of boring and i i just it's not it's a six out of ten final answer would you really say if you had no affinity, you never played one and two, would you say three would be okay to jump sure, in if you just sure. want like an yeah. experience? Yeah, that's like that's like that's like eating a filet mignon and then going and having like a porterhouse or a sir, uh, or sirloin or sirloin. Yeah, right. Because you, you eat it I, first and you're like, wow, this is great, but you never had too filet much, mignon yet, right? Giving it too much uh, credit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know about steaks that well. Yeah, yeah, okay. So it's pro- it's like it's like steak versus uh, bologna. Like, oh man, this is great. This bologna is delicious, but you haven't yeah. had the steak yet, so you don't you don't know um, exactly. Gotcha. Uh, gotcha. But it's uh, part of the big appeal for us. You know, me and Brandon especially was the Final Fantasy characters. I mean, I can remember when Brandon was like, "Dude, did you hear that Disney and Square are making a game together?" I was like, "Disney and Square? That's so random." I was like, "You mean to tell me Goofy and Cloud Strife are going to be in the same game?" And Brandon was like, "Yeah, dude." And uh, and for some reason, they just decided no. <laughs> well, I, I, well, the thing the thing about it is, I mean, we, I don't want to get too big into Kingdom Hearts three, but uh, like I said, it's that Disney stinginess. I mean, I was I was listening to some trivia about Kingdom Hearts three specifically. I mean, they were talking about how many issues they had with the Monsters Inc. world because because Goofy has a nose, and not a lot of monsters in Monsters Inc. have noses except for Sully. And that's really it. And like tiny. They, that's how that's how weird that they get. And so like I don't know. It's it's it, I mean it's it's fine. It's yeah. fine. Like I said, not for me. It's it's whatever. But yeah. hey, Jacob, did you finish Deathloop yet? Wait, wait. I want. Uh, yeah, I have another game I want to talk about. Do you want to do the two big ones, or do you wanna do you wanna sprinkle the the smaller stuff afterwards? Oh, uh, whatever, whatever you want. Do y'all but, need what, me to like bow out if y'all talking about Deathloop? Because if y'all gonna talk about some spoilers, uh, I'm thinking are about you, picking it up. Let, let's let's talk about it last, and then uh, so that way you can GI if you want. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I won't so, leave, but I'll um. I like put the headset stick down. Stick your fing- fingers in your ears. Okay. Because yeah. um, so, I, I got it in my headset, so I'll just put my headset down. All right. So I I played. Uh, I want to just talk a little bit about it real quick because I have some opinions on it. I played the Battlefield uh, 2042 beta. I played uh, that too. I've been ah. I've, I've been playing it since uh, the sixth. Uh, I got the early access launch because I've pre-ordered it. Um, and it's then? and then uh, I, when I Brandon was in the party when I was I was having the, the typical Jacob like I, I don't know man this is not for me I'm getting wrecked I'm not having a oh. blah, blah 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 but it's hmm. so <laughs> I still have that opinion but I'm a little bit scared so let me say this I should say this let me let me do a little history check all of the battlefields or at least three and four three and three was a crap show but four had a rocky start and it mm-hmm. took time for them to patch it in and four is a four is one of the one of the more favorite of the, of the series that are for a lot of fans and even uh the, their latest installment which was uh, not battlefield one but the two world war two uh battlefield five um was uh and when we first played the beta we we're like mm, this is not for me and then when we came back to it a couple of actually it was this year beginning this year it was on sale and we got into it like okay they've really refined this game this is actually a really clean it's fun experience i feel like that's probably going to be the the case for 2042 because you can say well they're going to patch in a lot of stuff it's coming out next month 
and I think they're going to refine some things, but there's just some little nuances. So let me say this, the really cool stuff about this game that they've added, and you guys have probably seen it, and anybody that's watched the trailer knows, is, is the, my favorite thing is when you get your gun, um, you have the, you hit the, uh, uh, I'm trying to remember, left bumper, and it brings up that um, plus diagonal version of all the mods that come with the gun. That's so, how you do it. I could not so, figure out how to do it. So you hit left bumper Sorry. and then you hit left, <laughs> no, you take you hit left bumper and that's all of your sights. So you have an ACOG, a, cl a close, a mid, and an iron sight. And you hit triangle, 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 triangle. You, just, you do that to scroll through. Same thing with the sights on the uh, the mods on the right, the mods on the left, and the mods down. And so you can really spawn in with no gun, go click, 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 and they just kind of appear out of nowhere and pop on the gun. That's really cool. The other really neat thing that they've done this go around is that they've actually added kind of hero classes. So you mm -hmm. don't have, uh, I don't know if you noticed, Steve, but those, there's there's four classes. There's a yeah. sniper dude, the, the, the medic chick. Assault, medic. And the engineer guy, which is the same guy, yeah. the same generic classes from the Battlefield flavor. But what is neat flavor. is that flavor is, but what's neat is that each one of them have a little special ability. For example, the healing chick gets um, the heal gun that can shoot a heal with her little syringe, kind of like, uh, 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 what's her name? Anna from uh, um, Overwatch. Overwatch. So, but what's interesting about that is that from that class, it, they don't pigeonhole. So like, for example, you know, the assault used to always be the assault rifles. The medic used to have the submachine guns. The engineer used to have the shotguns. The heavy class used to have the, you know, the, the heavy guns. The sniper always had the sniper rifle. With, with, you can play the medic chick, but then you can pick what any, any gun you want. To, if you want to be the medic chick with a sniper rifle and carry the, the uh, ammo bag, which was usually dedicated to the engineer, you can mix and match all of those things now. So you can literally play how you want. You don't have to be pigeonholed into, I got to be this class, this class, this class. I used to always go as an engineer because I always played a tank because I always wanted a repair tool because I'd pop out and repair my tank when I was getting beat on. Well, now I can be the medic with an engineer tool with an assault rifle if I want to be that. And that's really cool. I like that flexibility. Um, the, me and Seth, the, the, the battlefield humor, just like we saw in the trailer with, with them, um, you know, kind of leaning into the zaniness that was Battlefield with all those uh, famous YouTube moments they kind of put into the, the trailer um, is still there. It's still just as crazy and as fun. And, it, and that's ramped up to 11. The problem I have is it's just, and I say problem, there's just little subtle uh, little things, which again, probably could be patched in, but it's like, like, for example, there's just little like, indicators and ui hud things that are just kind of missing like there's a rocket aa gun uh rocket launcher sorry AA rocket launcher uh, air, air missile and and it locks on but like seth was saying you you don't see the big flashing lock on thing i was like no i don't have it i just have a big circle reticle and it beeps when i think they're locked on so it's just stuff like that that's kind of glitchy and kind of busted that may take a few patches to get ironed out and if that's the case i'm okay with it um the game looks phenomenal and we didn't get to finish the map because we were just beating on the, the other team really bad but y'all remember from the trailer the tornado right i happened to look on the map and i was like seth do you see your map and he's like yeah what's up and I, the, there's a little like tornado icon and it was on the corner <laughs> of the map and he looked over behind b and b is the big tall skyscraper and he goes oh my god i gotta get off this and like above the sky is this swirl it's starting to form and, <laughs> and it started to form over the building and stuff started moving around seth jumped off and then we won so we didn't get to experience it but like, did y'all get dorothy ready no no but it, it, <laughs> that's what i'm saying like we didn't get to experience the full the full threat but oh uh, man I'm, I'm excited to see what that kind of stuff's gonna throw into the mix and like everything's destructible that that's of course that's a battlefield thing so um i'm excited uh there's just some little minor gripes that i have um but i'm really excited to see what's going <clears> to <throat> uh, november 
So <laughs> very good, very good. Um, can I talk about Metroid Dread? <laughs> Please do. No. <laughs> I want to talk about Metroid Dread no. for a second. Okay. No. Uh, I'm probably about uh, an hour and a half, maybe not even in. Julie just brought it home to me. And um, mm. okay, now I'm starting to get jealous. Let me tell you. So I'm playing, and as soon as I turn it on, as soon as I fire it up, I'm immediately getting Super Metroid vibes, which is a good sign Ooh. because Super Metroid's probably the best one that was ever made. One of the best games ever made. Um, Metroid Fusion is up there, though. To each its own. It's not It's not better than Super Metroid. Super Metroid is fantastic. I'm just saying Metroid Fusion might be number two or number three, in my opinion. Um, so you didn't like it? It's fine. It's... Okay. <laughs> It's not bad. It's just sorry, uh, sorry, sorry. sorry. It just ca- it caught me off guard. I was like, what? No, it's not, I don't think it's bad. It's just uh, when I wouldn't put it that high. But anyway, uh, so Metroid Dread. It, 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 the reason it's called Metroid Dread is because you will feel dread. Uh, it, it's really, really cool. In the law. So basically, think classic Super Metroid, right? The way the map works, the way the exploration works. Um, masterful game design, map design. It, it's constantly surprising you and 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 keeping you well informed with, you know, what you can do and but what, what what you do with that information is up to you. It teaches you how to slide. It teaches you how to shoot. It teaches you how to counter. But it's up to you to do all of that uh, on your own. So what makes this different than a, a different uh, a Metroid game is that um, the Emmys, right? Those are the big, there's seven scary tyrant from Resident Evil style robots. Uh, Emmy stands for Extraplanetary Multiform Mobile Identifier. And so basically, story-wise, this is not a spoiler. Basically, all you need to know is that the reason you're going to this planet is because the X-Parasite from Fusion has been spotted. Someone sent an anonymous tip to Samus, and she's the only one who's immune to it that can go take care of it. And the robots, the Emmys, were basically designed to be these... These, containment um, fell safe yeah they were supposed to yes. go down there for the federation and do what they couldn't do as these drones right but they they went dark as soon as they you know landed on the planet and now they're kind of going rogue and you got to do something about it they went these, into the dark zone so <laughs> I, I didn't know how they were going to do the emmys i wasn't sure if they were going to be like dynamic or or you know these scripted events but it's actually super cool the way to do it so basically whenever you're in these these environments in these certain zones um there are basically little contained areas where the emmys operate and you can come in and out of them uh and when the emmys are running around they run around in real time like you can see them on your map as like a little red blip and if they're moving around they're constantly looking for you right scanning Um, you yeah yeah and so if you're in that zone just because you don't see them doesn't mean that they're not moving in the world around you right and you actually have you put off sound whenever you step if you're close enough they'll hear you and they'll start headed your way right so whenever they have a blue cone of vision they kind of they're, they're just looking right they're yellow that means they've heard you and they're coming to kind of check it out um and then whenever it's red they're chasing you and when they're chasing you it's terrifying because they don't stop they don't stop they they can fit through cra- cracks and crevices they can climb on anything they can turn around in a moment's notice and when they grab you you will die if you don't if you don't so that the mr wilson yeah, yeah, exactly. If you don't get the counter off, it kills you. One shot, you're dead. Yeah. Like there's no there's no wiggle room. Like you can if you're skillful enough, you can like jump over them, you can slide in between their in between their legs if they're standing up. Uh, but you can't kill them. You can't do anything to kill them. Um, so basically what they do is these areas they're they're 
it's a Metroid game, right? So you're not just running around free and you're, you gotta learn these areas. And, and if you don't know where you're at, you gotta react fast. You gotta start, you know, like, where am I gonna go? Where am I gonna go? What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? And right now in the beginning, you don't have a whole lot of wiggle room because you don't have a lot of tools to work with, right? I'm gonna tell you about one tool that I got. Um, and uh, it's not like too much of a spoiler or anything. I'm not gonna tell you exactly what it is, but basically <clears throat> I have a way to hide from them now. Uh, but I have I know, basically, I I have a I have an ability bar, and when that ability bar runs out, the my way of hiding doesn't stop. It just starts burning my health away. Oof. So you re- you really oh. gotta you really gotta plan it. Like you can't. Yeah. It, it's it's super interesting. <laughs> it's it's really good. And basically, what they do is they they lock you these areas where the enemies are at. Uh, like I said, they're not open. You're you're basically locked in a puzzle box with these things, and you're trying to figure out where you need to go with them on your tail the whole time, and it really throws this like cat and mouse game into the metroid formula and i wasn't sure how i was gonna like that at first i really like it <laughs> i really like it a lot uh it's it's man it, it's when you're running for those things it is terrifying because you it's hard to lose them man it's really hard and you can't if they if they're red like if they know you're there and they're trying to chase you down and kill you um you can't leave the emmy area you have i was to, about to ask do, do they lock down that, that they do they lock down the area and the only way you have to either outrun them a little bit where they're they're still searching after you once they go back to yellow or blue then you can walk out but right. if they're if it's red yeah you're done <laughs> like if you run to a door that's oh god locked, it's he's gonna he's gonna come over there and pin you to the wall and he's gonna kill you uh, <laughs> oh jesus it's it's super interesting actually dude i am so I, I don't want to spoil too much, but uh, you know, I fought this boss. I'm not gonna say what it was, but so you got the counter attack that was uh, in th- the 3DS game Samus Returns, where basically you'll get like a little flash. Uh, uh, a bad guy will do a little flash, and that's your cue to you know do the counter attack, and you can basically parry and then counter attack with a shot and kill him. And it's really cool because each ki- each bad guy has its own unique animation, so you're not just going to be parrying things left and right. You got to sit there and learn them, right? Kind of like how Valheim's combat is or Dark Souls combat is. Um, and I was fighting this boss, and basically, you don't have to do this, but if you're good enough and you you see those cues and you're able to to kind of counterattack, you kind of go into this like God of War style, like like combat mode where you're wrestling with this thing in real time and you can kind of charge your cannon to your to your liking or you can just shoot them or whatever it's super duper cool and then uh also samus is just awesome dude like never like she's usually i mean she's always been cool but in this one she knows she's cool dude like it's you'll see what i'm talking about it's like one of the first major bosses you fight uh, i don't want to spoil it but uh does, she, we'll, does is that grapple has that always been a staple in those games the grapple, the, the little uh, laser grapple thing, the little oh oh, so the laser pointer or the um, I've just I've seen gameplay where she like shoots this thing, pulls these little these little devices with her little engine, or she swings from stuff. Uh, well, grapple, there's always the been a grappling hook. hook. Yeah. there's always okay. been a grappling I, I, I hook. Grappling like, beam. Sorry, I don't know if that was yeah. a staple in the game. No, oh, yeah, I don't know how they did it in this game. I've actually been on like uh, media blackout on it, so I'm not sure how they're doing some of this stuff. But is know. that the thing that uh, Samus has? A zero suit Samus has in Smash? Is that her little whip thing? Uh, usually it's a grappling hook for a power suit or it's attached to our arm cannon. Okay. Depends on which game you're playing. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, Sorry. All right. Continue. Sorry. Uh, but no, uh, yeah, so I've, I've already gotten new abilities that haven't been in any other games before. Super excited about that. Cool. And, uh, I mean, I'm only an hour and a half in and I'm, 
I'm already sold on it. In fact, uh, I didn't even want to turn it off and start doing this. <laughs> I yeah. want to keep playing. When, when I kept when I kept trying to get everything, everyone kind of together about the podcast, like, hey guys, let's figure out a time. I like I didn't hear, I didn't hear, I didn't hear, I didn't hear anything. I'm like, all right, Brandon. I know what he's doing. I know what he's doing. <laughs> Get off the game for a second. Look at your phone. But it's uh, it, it's 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 really really good. I mean, it looks really good. I like the art style. I mean, it's not like you know some kind of four K crazy God of War sure. graphics game. It's kind it kind of it's stylized a little bit, but the story is actually really interesting. I, I didn't know anything about the story. I'm not really going to talk about, it, but basically, it's not what I thought it was, and mm. I, I'm really excited about that. New environments, um, no space pirates to my knowledge so far. Don't know anything about uh, what, what I'm going to see in the future. Like I said, I've been on media blackout, uh, so it's totally refreshing. A lot of these environments, being in this new planet I've never been to before. Um, are we going to see Metroids? Are we going to see the X parasites? I don't know. I'm really excited to find out. Uh, but yeah, I, I will report back. I just don't want to spoil anything for anyone. So I'm yeah. sure. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna fire it up as soon as we finish. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna keep it pretty vague. But dude, I am. Uh, I am. And, and, and let me put it to you this way. It's kind of put me in that spooky mood for the season. Ooh, uh, it's, it's doing it. It's doing it for me. And the music's really good. Also, music's always been good. The little noises that the Emmys make, the little like the weird drippy noises. That's how you know that they're near you. And it's so it's Ooh. so scary, dude. It's so scary. Oh, it's really dude. good. I can't wait till you play it. We're gonna talk about it next week, but I just want to keep it short. Uh, but uh, also that laser pointer, being able to aim freely in the environment, is such a game changer. Um, yeah. All you gotta do is hold down a button, and you can aim any direction and that's something that they added in the 3ds game so basically it's like they took everything they've learned from all these games and put into one like really big package and i can't wait to sink my teeth and do it some more man that's awesome dude i can't wait um but uh jacob do you have anything else you were playing or is it time to talk about death loop it's time. I, I, you know, and I want to mention this stuff. I'll right. try to report back on the uh, the next time. You know, we we've all forgotten here, everybody, because we all have an affinity for this. Mm-hmm. The uh, the I uh, Outer Wilds DLC is out, and I wanted to pick oh up shoot before, before it uh, drops to report. Oh on yeah, it, so I, don't, I just don't know time. if I can get back in. So I heard some reports saying like, if you played Outer Wilds, you is it free? Play, you need to play this. Uh, I don't know. No, it's paid. Uh, but I mean, it can't be too much because the Outer Worlds yeah, game like, is only twenty four bucks. Yeah, I'm not sure how much it is. I can look it up for you. Well, I, I, I'm gonna just get it on PC if it's not too much. Um, but anyways, yeah, check it out because and then maybe we can check on that next next uh, next episode. But yes, Deathloop. Um, yeah, I have things to discuss. It's, uh, Fifteen dollars, by the way. Okay, I think it, it does it does require you to have Outer Worlds, yeah. I believe. Correct. You yes. could get the Archaeologist Edition for thirty seven ninety eight. I'm gonna probably just get it on PS four. Anyway, so, um, so Deathloop, you, you finished it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to put the headset down while y'all talk. All right, okay. Steve, I'll, 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 I'll message you. Yeah, message me when y'all. Um, I finished it at almost 3 a.m. last night. <laughs> Wait, were you, did you get hooked? Or no. are you, you saying that with some disdain? Just the opposite. I was like, let me just finish this stupid game. Oh, just really? over it. Is that, yeah. is that bad? Yeah. Uh, so last we talked, uh, sounds like gushing. You're, yeah, you're gushing. So give me, give me your final score and explain. Man, I'm, I'm hung up because I want to drop it to a seven, but it's, it's a, just a personal Jacob gripe. And it's just a personal me as a gamer and the way I figured out stuff gripe. And then maybe it's because I tried to rush it to, to fit it in so I could say, talk about it. But, um, it, yeah, so 
I guess the the thing that I was upset about. So just the reason Steve left for everybody listening, we're about to just now go into spoiling the loop and how to break the loop. Um, So spoiler alert. Um, There was a part I got hung up with what the Wingies want. So if last I told you, I said, I think I had all my dominoes. I was ready to go. I thought I I knew Harriet. I knew Frank. You killed them two, not on day one or or not on day one, excuse me, on um, in the morning. But you set those two up to die in the morning. The noon was I knew the wild card because I knew I had to kill Charlie and Fia mm-hmm. uh, in uh, on the afternoon, and I knew I had to kill Igor and how to send Igor to the party with Alexis in the evening. But Wingy, I was like, okay, well maybe Wingy's in the place at noon, and she wasn't. And so I looked and I looked and I was like, wait, she's in the afternoon. So is Charlie and Fia. She's in the compound. They're over here on Felstead Rock. What am I doing wrong? And I played and I played, Brandon, and I played all those different levels on um, on um, different daytimes, right? So remember we talked about like if you play each one of those levels on each on each time frame, it is literally 16 levels. So I played them through and, and the problem with this game not the problem, but is that the game is a lot of the information, much like the glyphs that you scan in Outer Wilds, is the little documents, right? The documents yeah. uh-huh. or or the little recorders. And a lot of times you can miss those. You know what happened? Absolutely, I had to, yeah. I had to ask Seth, I was like, what, a, what am I missing? And he said, the rack. You know about the rack? I was like, no, and I think I'm finished. He's like, you're not. You need to discover the rack. He, and he, start, he tried to, to steer me, and then you tried to steer me with the, the Lexi statue thing. Um, and then what it was, was I just happened to go be at the compound. I went down a stairwell that I thought I already went down, and there was one note, and it was the note for Juliana telling Wingy, hey, don't open the power down here. Colt can't get in here. And it went, it's like the, the Matrix, and all the guns just flew past me. <laughs> all the notifications for like the, yeah. uh, the leads but, or whatever. But then after that, they tie in a lot of this so they don't and I, my problem is that the game wants to handhold you a little bit with the leads and that's okay i like that a lot i kind of like that about the game and, and it helps not make the game so tedious but it right. also gives you these little mini I, I would i would call side quest little missions and so the problem is a lot of those main leads are hidden in those little side quest blips so some of those things are just like hey open the safe at this time find the glyphs but in the safe it's just like a you know a weapon or a trinket, so right? so when you found the rack what did that end up doing for wenji i still didn't know so you know what i had to do i had to look it up online oh really i, I got lost it's like okay i got the rack i got these codes i found out about the power and how to open up the old abandoned um horizon doors right uh-huh. Um, and I figured all that, but I was like, what the heck is going on with Wingy? Why can I not figure out? So I did looking, I, ha- I had to look it up, man. I hate to admit it. My moment of transparency, right? Uh-huh. I had to, I had to look it up and it, what it was, was this silly formula of having to go back and that there's a safe in, um, Felstead, no, uh, Carl's Bay that's in that little FIA quiz place that's got a note that sends you somewhere else that sends you somewhere else and i would have never known that I, because you know why because that safe to me that i found and it gave me the little blip it was like i figured okay well, that's probably just got a trinket in it and so i overlooked it 
And so that's my problem is the game wants to, it wants to really handhold you a little bit and steer you. Not so much handhold, we'll say steer. Yeah, right? I, I think I think for you, it's like a scripting issue, right? Because yeah. it, it made it to where that was something important you couldn't miss. Whereas like we compared to Outer Wilds not long ago on the last podcast, I think. Sure. You could finish that game and skip entire parts of it. Like me and you had different endings. Like you didn't yeah. save the alien lady or whatever. Uh, right, but right, it right, didn't right. matter because you still were able to finish the game. Yeah, um, and it, it, it it hid those, it, 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 it those were major important pieces to, to unlock major leads but they were hidden in these little blips but i couldn't tell what's a what's a what's a hey this is just a trinket blip uh you know i say blip like the little marker on that you discover you know mm-hmm. um and what is a main main quest thing and i think that's the the slight problem that i have with that because if i hadn't looked it up i mean i probably would eventually broke the loop and figured it out myself uh but it might it may have been two more episodes later till I broke the loop or Brandon I, I may have just put it down and not finished it man and I, don't, really? I didn't want to be don't finish the game Jacob and I like I didn't <laughs> mention that to you I, 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 I mentioned that to hey, look I, I, I am a big enough gamer to admit that I have I've have had in the past <laughs> a problem with finishing games all right but um but yeah um but I uh I, Seth was like no dude you need to finish it and, and I did and the ending was good like breaking the loop was fun but then I had some issues. Um, I did. I was like, "All right, it's time to break the loop." And I got to the Igor thing, and I've completely forgot that I needed to type in some. I was thinking he needed to shut down all the little listening things in his little area to break it to make him his experiment. Send him there. It didn't. So I had to do it again. And then by that time, it's like two o'clock. I'm like, I'm "Gonna <laughs> break the loop." And so, and then I did that. And I mean, and I'll finish with this and let you tell me your experience. I got to the evening at uh, Alexis's. Um, um, party and man I died no I was trying to jump down and stab like a random uh, eternalist on the way there uh-huh. and I died <laughs> I was like oh god this is not good now I have two lives so I went into the fight I kind of aggroed everybody oh god this is not good I got murked I have one life left what you know what I wound up doing there's a closet near Alexis's room and I got in the closet and kind of glitched behind a dresser and just made everybody mad and let them funnel in to the room. Uh. I, had, I had unlocked the, um, that's a really good gun, by the way. I unlocked uh, Charlie's shotgun. My oh, favorite. I use that thing the entire game. Favorite the, gun the, the, the game. The big red one with the like, double drum mag. It, the, no, it's the, it's the one that transformed to either a spread shot or a, um, it's a gold gun. Did you get this one? uh yeah i think so you can uh, either do a slug or you can do a a spread shot and that's that's your that's your that's your trans uh transfer what is, is, is it is it is it like the color of the shotgun itself? is it red and white uh i don't know i have to look uh, it up i'll look it up in a I, second. Know, I, anyways, use a, I use a shotgun that had a double drum mag and it shot two at two shells at a time and i had i no. put some trinkets on it that made it reload really fast and had a, a bigger um magazine size so it was like super overpowered uh, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe it is. I, I'll have to look it up. And it later. did something but, like when you shot people, it debuffed them somehow. Okay. No, no, this is a completely different gun. Oh, okay. Um, but anyways, I, I shot him, and, and I don't know what I did, Brendan, but somewhere along the lines, Wenji died on her own, and Alexis died on his own. He just, they just died. I never shot him. Huh. Um, and then all that was left was Igor, and he was kind of easy to take out. I just followed the purple and shot him. But uh, then I did the rest of the day looped, and I, I didn't. So let me ask you this: I'll, I'll, that was my that was my loop. So let me ask you: Did you? I know you've gotten all the endings, but on your first playthrough, without knowing about the other endings, what'd you do with Juliana? Uh, I um, 
Did you one, two, three shoot or did you not? Well, see, so the first ending I got, I, I didn't shoot her because it didn't give me a prompt. It didn't say push R2 to shoot. Right, it just kind of sat there. I thought maybe it was part of a cutscene. I didn't know. I did the same um, exact thing. So I think what happens there is you wake up in the loop again. You're just stuck in the loop. And right. It's she's just, like, it's just like restarting the game again. But she's kind of teaming up with you now kind of thing. Sign, yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind she's, like, she's like, oh, yeah, let's go live the loop together. And, and I mean, yeah, sure, I, I guess. And then I, did, I redid the whole thing again. Because once you know, you know. And then right. uh, I walked in and I, my my slab got taken from me. And I pulled up my sniper rifle and shot her in the face and jumped oh. off. And then... Um, and then I broke the loop and then she was pissed and she was like, Oh no, look what you've done. He's like, Oh, I broke the loop. And then it just cuts the black. Um, I don't know. Uh, I feel like the ending was super weak. Yeah. And, um, I, I think that the story as a whole, what the more, in, the more interesting part was just the, the Island itself. And it's like the mystery properties. Yeah. yeah. The it, I didn't really care about the visionaries. I didn't really care about the characters. Yeah. I hardly really cared. I mean, I, I cared about cult cause I was playing him, but, I didn't care about Juliana. The the shocking revelation that she's your daughter didn't really shock me that much. I that, feel the, like the game kind of breaks that contingent that um, consistency. Do you know when you end the evening, if you beat everybody, and Cole goes, "What do I do now? Go to sleep?" Blah blah blah. blah. He's like, maybe I'll dream about Julia. Ooh, and I'm like, "That's your daughter, dude. You know that's yeah. your daughter now." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it's really it's really weird. Uh, I don't know. I feel like the story is the weakest thing in this game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I really don't need a good story. I, it's the immersive yeah. sim gameplay is really what I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any of the same issues you did. I, it all fell in line for me. And um, it basically, I mean, I had a couple moments where, you know, I got vital information and it really re- made me realize what I had to do. Um, so for me, putting all the puzzle pieces together was really fun. I really enjoyed that. But once it's done, I feel like I, I don't really want to play the game anymore. I don't want to go back and open up the treasure chests that I missed. I don't want to go find those glyphs scattered across Updom. I don't want to do any of that crap. I'm, I'm kind of done with it, and I put it up. It's a solid 8 out, eight out of 10 for me. Thought it was fine, um, but it, it ain't no 10 out of 10. No, <laughs> yeah. no, I agree with you. It's And I'm the same way. Like I was just so dog-tired when I finished it. But I, when I get home, I will, I will, I will delete it. I'm gonna take it off the hard drive. I mean, it let was, me, it was. I had to really enjoy my time with it. Don't get me let wrong. Let me say, I, I enjoyed that, every minute I played it. That's that's the thing is I I am very. That's where I'm conflicted because as as an actual game, this product that Bethesda has put together in Arcane, um, it's it's a solid product. I'm actually I really enjoyed the island. I enjoyed the enigma of this like like you said this uh, d- Dharma initiative that's been sitting here yeah, and these rich. I really like that. Douche, a lot. Like the worst kind of people have just picked moved in and, and use it as their plaything. I that's really cool. I like the the world. We I think we're both in unison. We talked about last last uh, episode about the the aesthetic. Um the combat of course is nothing new to write home about, but it's still great. And the 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 way it's pieced together, I think is still a, kind of that Swiss pocket watch. You know what? It's more of a it's not so much a Swiss Swiss pocket watch like like uh you know uh Outer Wilds was. It's, it's 
not a Seiko. It's it's put to okay, maybe not that bad, but it's it's not bad. Like no, I feel not, like the the problem we talked about it last week was that it, it bottlenecks you in the beginning. It really opens up, and then it bottlenecks you in the end. There's no way to do it except for the way it wants you to do it. Correct. And that's what's unfortunate. If I'm really going to compare this to another immersive sim game like Hitman Three uh, or Hitman oh, One through God, Three, you have complete you have freedom. yeah you have complete freedom to do any of that as long as you can literally start a mission walk up to a guy shoot him in the face and walk out if you want um as long as you have the know how to do that the game doesn't stop you it, mm -hmm. the, your imagination is your limit in that game yeah um whereas this one is like i would have liked to seen multiple ways to get all seven of them dead yeah like yeah, that would have been Wingy to here and i did this with like Alexis, like if the I game would have ended and it would have yeah. said like hey we noticed that you killed these people in these parts day but did you know you could do it this way and this way and this way you know explore to find out more i'd have been right. more incentivized to go back and play i it. would be 100 uh, with you on but that. i um I, I it just gets really linear uh whenever it comes to once you figure it out uh, but I, it I does wish some, there was I wish there's more more to it i guess yeah and it, it does some like outdated stuff in that like some of the quests were like so i discovered things before i picked up the quest and that was my other gripe about what the wingies want it's like okay well i already discovered this information nope gotta go back gotta do that loop also that uh, day, and towards the uh towards the end there whenever i started running out of leads i uh I just started like fast forwarding through days. I was like, okay, no, no, I need, I I need to do the afternoon. I, I would I just, I would, I would fast forward through days and just do one part and then just go all the way through just cause I was, I, I, I was on a mission, you know? Yeah. Um, that, whereas that's in the like beginning, a... in the beginning it was more like, oh, I got something to do at every part of the day yeah, or, or even, here. even just let throwing, it was around. in the beginning, whenever it was throwing darts to the dartboard was, was more enjoyable cause you're just constantly retaining information. Whereas sure. in the end you're just kind of on a mission. Um, so it, yeah. it, it has kind of some interesting pacing when it comes to that. I guess it depends on what kind of gamer you are. But. Yeah, it, and I think that hmm, as a as a as a game as a product that's out there, it's an eight for a game that I'll say that for a game that like me as a gamer personally enjoyed, it's a seven, man. I it's it's like hey, go get it, experience this game but it's not perfect. It's got some issues and it's got like, it, it, it I struggled last night to really just, cause I was like, I'm, it was, it was, I, I was cold. Maybe, maybe it's a great game. Cause I was immersing myself. I was so frustrated. <laughs> well, I, I was like, I, I must my break biggest, the loop. My biggest complaint was just the endings, honestly. Um, yeah. And the lack of extra stuff to do in the end, because, um, uh, the reason the first ending is kind of boring is because she's like, oh yeah, let's go, let's go do all these fun things together. It's like, well, why didn't we just do that from the beginning? Like, at what right. point? Why didn't you just tell at, me to do that? Yeah. At what point did I, as this cult, get to the point past where you knew what was going to happen? Because she never says it. She's never like, oh no, we've never gotten this far. She's just kind of like, hey, you want to live in the loop for us? So what has happened before? She just kill him. They don't really say. And then the other ending where you break the loop, it just literally cuts to black. And then I'm like, oh, that's really ambiguous. So I don't know. Uh, um, ending was, was, it was pretty, pretty dull. Um, yeah. I, but anyway, I mean, yeah, that's how I feel about it. Eight out of 10. Is it going to be my top five of the year? Probably not. No, uh, it's, not, it's, it's, it's fallen out of that. It might've been there for, for a blink, a brief blink of an eye. Oh, no, nah, man. Gone. With, 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 with games like Valheim, Resident Evil 8, Evil 8 It Ratchet Takes and Two, Clank. Hitman 3, Ratchet and Clank, the Yuffie DLC, uh, Mario Golf, <laughs> Alien Fire Team. Uh, this game, this year's stack. Dude, and now uh, Metroid Dread. Yeah, it's, right? it's going to be a tough pick. Got, it's always tough Guardians picks in the year. this year. Pokemans. Um, I forgot about Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, 26, baby. I'm ready. Uh, yeah, let me, let me message Steve. Uh, 
So I, uh, oh, I actually, so uh, yeah, I actually I pre-ordered, um, I pre-ordered uh, Pokemon Diamond. I'm actually kind of excited about that. Sorry one. about not muting. Oh, yeah. uh, yeah. oh no, no, that's fine. Your, your microphone's just too good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we can hear you in the back. Um, yeah. No, we're, we're done talking about Deathloop, Steve. Um, we, awesome. I would recommend you play it. Definitely, yeah. I, I, it's, it's a recommendation, but it's not. Uh, it's not for out me, of for, for me, I don't think it's a must-play for this year. Yeah. Yes, uh, agree. If, you, if you're look, if you gotta choose in between this and another game, yeah, you might want to go with that other go game. With like, other game. Like if yeah. you if you had to pick between this and Metroid Dread, uh, go Metroid. Dread. I think you might want oh, it yeah. like me, Steve, because I don't think I think me and you are in the same boat with when it comes to those immersive sims, those loop games. Like Outer Wilds was special and drew us in a certain way, and this game is special in certain ways and does some really neat stuff, but it it doesn't have that same magic that Wilds. Yeah, did. I understand. Uh, but yeah, uh, I think that's the show. Is that the show? That's the, I think show. That's, that's the show. We talked about that's a lot the of stuff. show. Uh, and we're going to be following up on some of these stories. We're going to be following up on Metroid Dread. We're probably going to be following oh, yeah. up on the GTA stuff. We're probably going to be oh, following yeah. up on Sora and Smash. I don't know. When's the 18th? What's today's date? It is the uh, 8th today. Okay, so the next weekend is the 15th. It, it, it'll be so, a couple yeah. episodes before we talk about Sora. But we got all that to talk about in the near future. So do us a favor. And if you like this show, tell somebody about it. Uh, share it with your friends. Hey, Steve, who should you share it with? You should share it with your mom and them. You should share it with your grandpa. You should share it with your dentist. Share it with the garbage man. Share it with the librarian. Uh, <laughs> Jacob, Jacob, who, Jacob who, who would you share it with? Who would I share it with? I would share it with that guy that's on the side of the street and he is looking for a job and you get him a job and then you tell him to listen to a podcast episode about video games i am dragging dragging i have nothing i, like, <laughs> I got right, nothing right, i got i got a better Don't one do i got that. a better one you ready here's Dude, the winner help the guy on the street sorry all right all right all right here's the winner whenever you go out in the woods and you discover bigfoot share it with him all right <laughs> that's the show <laughs> uh if you want to contact us littlejollygamershowgmail.com i'm brandon I'm Jacob. And I'm Steve. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.